Hello everyone, welcome back to a very, 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 very special episode of the Very Nice Podcast, episode 100. So special, guys. We've been waiting for this moment for years. As you can see, if you're watching the YouTube, which we recommend for this episode that you do, we are outside. We are in the wilderness with our boy Daniel, our very first guest on our episode, on our podcast, and... It's now, come, it's come full circle. Now he's here for the hundredth. Yeah, and uh, we're quitting after this guy, so he's the last one. Now I'm playing. Yeah, that's it. Never quit. Goodbye, guys. Uh, but no, so we decided we wanted to do something special, and I was like, what's more special than changing up the scenery? So uh, here we are at Lake McConaughey in Nebraska. <laughs> Believe it or not. Uh, if you've never heard of it, uh, that makes sense. Uh, it's known as a Lake Mac out here. It's a, kind of a big deal. Uh, Manny actually did buy a, uh, a souvenir uh, shot glass that said drinking at Lake Mac or something, and it broke. And it has an eagle that looks like a, a scared little, little dude. Yeah, it's great, though. We're basically in the middle of Nebraska <laughs> at a body of water. And, uh, it's actually not even natural. It's man-made. Uh, yeah. A lot of people are out here, though, living life to the fullest. Uh, oh, we yeah. <laughs> brought our swimsuits, and Manny bought a... Manny, bring the floaty into... <laughs> come, come, come bring the floaty. I did buy a floaty. You wear it the entire episode, please. Uh, so, Manny, fun fact, can't swim. I don't think... We must have mentioned that on the episode. At one point or another. Uh, so, we here he is. definitely did when we went to the glacier. <laughs> I can swim. <laughs> I just can't swim well. He's just more susceptible to drowning than the average person. <laughs> than the average human being. Yeah, I'm a poor swimmer. And you swimmer. might be wondering why his parents never taught him how to swim. They did. And I had lessons. Oh, he so did. you're just an idiot. Did you just <laughs> fail the lessons? <laughs> <laughs> Your parents like gave you like six lessons, like a, a pack of them, like how you buy lesson packs, and then and then you just didn't learn after that. Think, and they're like, you know what? I think it was that one was of those enough. things, like I figured it out, but then I just like didn't keep... I didn't practice, you know? I think they were like, it's just not worth spending more money on this uh, I don't think so. Because <laughs> none of my siblings are good swimmers. It's just kind of an adult scene trait. But, like, all of us have gone to swim lessons. That's valid. Yeah, I mean, my parents, we, like, our family doesn't go outdoors much, which is why I'm here with uh, the boys going camping. We've been planning this trip, actually, since... I mean, we actually talked about it on the podcast, Manny, about our camping trip that we were planning, and... We even talked about which accessories we should get, even though we got none of them, including the sniper rifle, which I really wanted. Yeah, we which I can actually buy legally. Which actually, country. the sniper rifle would have been helpful because um, there were some neighbors of ours camping, just blasting music so obnoxiously loudly. <laughs> Speaking of sniper rifles, <laughs> um, yeah, it could have come in handy there. Not, no, we're not insinuating anything, any sort of violence. You shoot the speaker. Just Oh, yeah, shoot the speaker yeah. or, or like a warning shot, like, bow, and everyone just goes quiet. Well, they'd probably not go quiet. They'd probably run and scream. In terror. But, um... Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, there was a... They, they left, thankfully. That's why we're able to record, because it's not loud anymore. But there was just a girl on top of their truck, just shirtless and dancing. And, uh... Like a child. It was a not child. A <laughs> not a woman. Not a woman. A child. And it was just like, and then like all like five minutes later, she was crying. I don't know what her deal was, but um, 
They must have skipped the song. Uh, but yeah, um, they if you come out here, it's not anything like driving out west in Colorado. If you're a, one of our Colorado listeners, there's absolutely nothing on the way. There's Pawnee National Grassland, which uh, I do not think we will be stopping by on our way back. But we did go to this place called Max Highway Diner, and it was the most American place it, I've ever been to. They have four things on their menu. And the buffet, and, which yeah. none of us got, because we didn't want extreme <laughs> diarrhea. Risky. We didn't want salmonella. Salmonella? Salmonella. Salmonella. Actually, we should put this on the pot. We should put this on like, the Instagram Yoni. story. Is it salmonella or salmonella? We but have it's this spelled like the word salmon. Okay, but that's like the same thing with like English is a weird language, man. There's words that like there's words that are spelled the same, but they have different pronunciations. Like, like. Oh, like, like read and read. Yes, exactly. They're not spelled the same. Yeah, they are. <laughs> well, it depends which kind of read. R e a d. Yeah, read. I'm like thinking r e e d. That's different. what's a read. That's a name. A read, like, like a, a plant. A read. It's a thing. Oh, okay. No, we were talking about read and read, like the. Exactly. Thank you, Daniel. I don't get your point. <laughs> I'm saying it could be salmonella, even though it's spelled like salmon. No, salmonella. Daniel, what's your take? Give us. You're the tiebreaker. I thought it was salmonella. No, oh. no, Lobamet, Lobamet. Well, my mom says salmon because she's Israeli. Salmon. Oh, they do. That's they, why they you do, say do it, Yoni. Yeah, you're influenced. See, I'm gonna be honest though. Like, I am not in uh, Israeli accent state of mind whatsoever, because actually, like, I can't even say the Israeli. R. Like, can you say the ah? The ah? Yeah. Yeah. And you know why that is? I have a theory. Back in fourth grade, I don't know if you guys remember, but I went to speech therapy. Did you actually? Yeah. And so it was like a room across from the fourth grade classrooms. You know how we had that hallway? And, oh, there's a train going by. There's also just like... Manny made a great observation. He's like, this is the railroad that we like kicked off all the Native Americans off their land for. Yeah. And it's just like one railway. The whole... Pretty much, the Plains uh, Native Americans, they weren't disturbed right away, like when colonists came, because they were mostly out east. Um, so they were kind of doing their thing, like they had treaties, and like it wasn't ideal, but like they could do their thing. But then the colonists, or really like America existed by then, and they kind of were like, we want to go out west. And like simultaneously, some people, like, Americans would go west, like, looking for gold or, like, to kill bison. And basically the American government used that as an excuse of, like, when Native Americans, like, attacked people who invaded their land as an excuse to attack Native Americans so they could build this railroad that we don't, like, it's so insignificant now. <laughs> I just yeah. cannot, I can't take it seriously with that. <laughs> Dude, he's like the Native Americans, man. I got kicked in like all this sad history. With <laughs> this dude, but you're gonna keep it on, okay? It's for the we can't. We gotta make sure you don't drown. Um. Anyway, you know yeah. I, I liked having it on, but now, now I don't. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't I'll like. Put it no, uh, Daniel, oh, put it on. Daniel, put it on. Daniel, man, you know, don't get out. Don't get out. You're, you're stuck, man. Can you get it for Daniel? Can you get it for Daniel? We're wasting precious battery percentage. Oh yeah, so that that is one element of this podcast that makes it a uh, even more special. <laughs> is a. 
the ill-preparedness of uh, the specific podcast. Yeah, so I was supposed to bring a tripod, didn't bring that, so right now... <laughs> The uh, phone, our camera is uh, being held up by some boxes and a bottle of uh, water, and um, uh, <laughs> and uh, we what else? Uh, Manny, we were supposed to have two mics, but Manny forgot to bring his cord. Yeah, pulled a Manny. Um, I pulled the Yoni. And then the computer. And the computer is currently at six <coughs> percent, so we're killing it. It's uh, it's a vibe, but it's been nice. We wanted to do something in the outdoors. We love. Like me, Manny, Daniel, Matthew, other guests, we, other friends that we've had on the podcast. We love hiking, going outdoors, and uh, yeah, <laughs> we we love. Well, now you're blocking my. <laughs> Hello. We love being outdoors, and we wanted to do this special episode, the 100th episode, do it someplace that uh, we enjoy. Even though I've never been here before, I've never been to Nebraska. Period. Um, I've but, been too many times. Yeah, Daniel's been through Nebraska many times on his way to Iowa. He actually, I think, recognized the diner in which we were at. Uh, he never stopped there, though. Not at the diner, but I think I've stopped at every single gas station on the way to Iowa. Really? But what, what did you say earlier? You're like, you just go as fast as possible. But yeah, we wouldn't stop at the diner. We just go in, get snacks, get, like, fast food, and keep how, going. You're trying to get the fuck out of there. How long of a drive is it to Iowa from Denver? 13 hours. Do you, so you go in one day? Yeah. You get up at dawn? At dawn. At the crack of dawn. At <laughs> the crack of dawn. That's fun. But yeah, so basically, like, pretty much most of the stuff here is Daniel's. Daniel's, uh, Daniel and his family are quite the outdoorsmen. I, w- I wouldn't say Shanice an, an, outdoors, an outdoors lady, but yeah. she's probably been influenced by her father. Yeah. For instance, my dad, I don't think he's gone on a hike in, in years, to be honest. <laughs> 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 to be honest. But uh, really? and my mom's from the Northeast, so she's also you know they're not big yeah. outdoors. Why do they live in Colorado? For work, I it's, I know <laughs> they're literally we go to the mountains and they just like sit and relax at like the whatever hotel or like Airbnb. You know what I'm saying? Like they Drink some hot cocoa. Yeah, like they don't. My dad used to ski, uh, and now whatever. And my mom's knees are bad, whatever. My mom just likes to relax. Like she's like when we're not around, she's like okay, time to do nothing. That's a vibe though. That is a Some people just can't, like, just chill, you know? We were talking about this. When we were older, like, Manny was like, I can't imagine not having a gut. Like, when I'm, like, 50? Come on. <laughs> I'm not going to bench, like, 300 pounds, but I'm going to have a gut. I want to be fat and happy, as Kai would say. Um, no one knows who Kai is, Yanni. No, we've he was had on him the on. Podcast. Oh. <laughs> so I love how up. Daniel knows. Uh, dude, I'm going to tell Kai to I listen. I didn't and Kai- back on Instagram. Wow, yeah, okay, you heard that here first, guy. We are publicly exposing you. Publicly called out. One, not rememberable enough for Manny to remember you, and two, you didn't follow Daniel back on Instagram. And neither did Jeremy, right? Jeremy did, eventually. Okay, okay, that's not good. Not that it matters. Yeah, we all, <laughs> met e- we all met each other. They all met each other in, uh, in Israel. But it's nice to be back in the States, you know? Every, everything's everything's slow. and. Was there a bit of culture shock? Like, I know when you're out of the mm. States for a long time, you come back and the culture, you're just kind of like, whoa. Yeah, like, for instance, uh, the bathrooms were air-conditioned at the uh, truck stop you stopped at. I don't know if and, that counts uh, as culture. And, and I would say I was not used to that because in Israel, they just don't fucking air-condition most of the bathrooms. Daniel? And I'm not sure why. Did, did you experience culture shock? Yeah, just, like, stuff moves slower here. No, Like, everyone moves slow, everyone's super nice. It's, uh, yeah, no, it's definitely, like, uh, yeah, I'm kind of, like, yellow, like, 
People are not nice in Pick Israel. up the pace. That's what you're you're insinuating. And people are f- nice, but just like they're not gonna like get out of your way. Like, like go fucking go. faster on the road, you fucking schmucks. Oh my gosh, <laughs> like I don't even know how to describe it. I just like I think I'm just less patient now. You yeah. know. What else? I don't know. It's just like yeah, the, the bathrooms. The, those were nice. They also had um, what do you call it? Those things that you can put over the seat. The paper, the paper, the paper things. Uh, toilet covers. They don't have those in Israel. I was bare ass and everything. You raw dog it. I was raw dogging like crazy. Just like this podcast. And, <laughs> dude, we've been raw dogging the just the entire camping trip. Like for instance, like we did not bring enough water. <laughs> we thought there would be like I, I totally like. Yeah, said. yeah. Manny was like, maybe we should bring some. Man, I guess like there was just like no information as to what was and isn't at the campsite. Um, so we also wasn't sure if there was gonna be toilet paper or even bathrooms or porta potties luckily there are porta potties but should tell them how we got the so yeah we we, uh not our finest look we have there's porta potties here but there's no toilet paper but we anticipated this so we actually when we were at the trucker stop we just (laughs) stole a bunch of toilet paper No, from the no, gas we didn't, station. we didn't steal, like, rolls. Like, we couldn't steal we rolls. We went into the gas station bathroom <laughs> and stole the toilet paper. And we didn't take rolls because it, it was in there. Like, we, we took it by the piece. It was in those things that are, like, there's, like, a, a shell around it so it's, like, secure. I think that's, like, it's, like, for... So people don't steal It's for it. the purpose of, like, protection so people don't steal it. So we just fucking grabbed a bunch. I will flex that... Daniel and I, I, I would say Daniel was the top Daniel dog. Daniel definitely top dog. Daniel got character. the most toilet paper out of all of us. Betty came back with like the least amount. Me and Daniel were like, dude, that's yours. Like, <laughs> that's for yourself. Like, uh, every man for himself. So, yeah, great friends. Great friends. <laughs> we were like, you get what you, what you, what you steal is what you have. <laughs> we made you eggs and quesadillas this morning. We did. That was true. That was very, that was very friendly. That was very tasty. Uh, Daniel, how does that, how does it feel for you to be back in the States? Do you enjoy the camping? Do you enjoy the outdoor style, lifestyle? I mean, yeah. I enjoy the outdoor stuff. Being back in the States, like, it's kind of boring just being at home. Yeah, but once we go to school. I'm ready to go be... to school. Me too. Um, like, like, but it's like, it's like, it's going to be blistering hot in Arizona. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like 108 degrees, 110 every day. So why are you excited to go back? <laughs> my friends like having stuff to do all the time inside hopefully i'm kind of excited for my classes too in a weird way but yes sir daniel what's your class schedule flex Take on the podcast for us organic chemistry physics genetics and jazz class jazz <laughs> he is that guy I feel it's, like I'm taking something else I don't remember. So basically, uh, Daniel's Gen- ma- majoring in jazz, and so the rest of the classes are like gen ed, right? Genetics is probably... <laughs> they're, not, they're not gen ed. They're like, they're think, for my major. I think yeah. I think you missed what I, I said. You were a jazz major. Oh, <laughs> I didn't hear that part. Genetics is probably <laughs> going to be a crazy class. Daniel likes yeah, jazz. Uh, yeah, it, no, so psych. Do, wait, do all of your science classes have labs? Um, organic chemistry and physics do, but genetics just has something else, not a lab. Yeah, so Daniel's actually uh, pre-med, biology, what is it, just bio, bio, bio biology, medical, bi- no, bi- something biology major. Yeah, biomedical Bio-medical science. Biomedical science major, so not, not jazz, but uh, hopefully he comes back and you can play the saxophone or something for us. Um... <laughs> Has anybody else 
I don't think. Do any of us know instruments? I don't no, know. I wish. No, I no, wish I knew how to play, how to play no. the piano. So yeah, no piano. I wish I could play that. Uh, yeah, Daniel's the big brain guy though of the group now, apparently. What? Because he's science guy. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, but Manny did come up with the idea to uh, build a circle around the bonfire instead of digging a hole. So we did. That was pretty big brain of him. That was a huge brain. We did create quite the fire last night. It was all like. Whoosh. I'd say we each have our own strengths and weaknesses. Like Manny, good at coming up with that idea. Not the best against sticks. <laughs> I'm the, I was pretty good against sticks. Not the best at coming up with that idea. <laughs> Daniel's good at building the tent. Not good at at being ugly, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. I agree. But uh, yeah, no, this camping experience has definitely been unique. I would say compared to what you got so th they kind of ditched me last uh, summer they didn't I didn't go camping with them were you out of town cuz yeah but you know, in florida right i was in florida my my grandpa's 90th you know and they went to like this remote ass place where like they had a like like what was it like so we, you brought your yeah, jeep right we brought the jeep and the trail was much harder than we thought it was going to be so like every 10 feet or so everyone have to get out of the car and like watch a wheel make sure it's still like on the rocks like we were wedging rocks under the tires people were pushing the car but we made it like after four hours <laughs> we knew we were gonna make it the whole time but the funny uh, thing is we thought it was gonna be like a 30 minute drive yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you were just like fuck this is like some bear grills type shit but it made it so much more rewarding like at the top oh 100 percent. yeah and voila just like magic we're back in the studio everyone wow we were camping like just a second ago. We were, I know, we actually teleported. That is the new uh, powers we've gotten from our Lord and Savior, Borat. Um, he's actually sponsored this uh, very special episode. Um, so yeah, we're back in the studio. This is actually the first time we've been back in the studio in like... Two months? Two months. And it's for the 100th episode, so I think that's fitting as always i agree um we have returned from nebraska in one piece thankfully we took a amazing photo at the welcome to colorful colorado sign Did, it is yeah it was it was a good sign definitely a much better sign than the welcome to nebraska sign on the other end of the highway on the it, other was, side. it was gross the nebraska we sign. did not bother to take a photo there although i did suggest we run across the highway and snap a photo there was like it was like home of something arbor yeah and manny was just roasting the shit out of nebraska it was pretty funny i'm pretty anti-nebraska at this point um the moment we got into colorado he's like i'm, I'm happy to be in a in a good state <laughs> something like that <laughs> yeah um, but, but then daniel and yoni were like it's not really different and i said it's the aftertaste of nebraska it's <laughs> exactly um but yeah we have uh we've returned how would you rate the camping trip I'd give it a a nine out of ten. What was the minus one? Because we were in Nebraska. Uh, like not Nebraska specifically. I just think like there could have been a cooler place to have been, probably. Yeah. So the place we were at, uh, man-made. Um, but it didn't feel man-made. Yeah, I think they even implanted fishes into it. Like they were very they they were going for realist realisticness for sure in terms of nature for sure but it was great we were just in a completely different part of the country for instance we stopped on the way back uh 
to Colorado to get food, and there's just like a whole NRA clothing section. <laughs> it was a little ridiculous. It was like uh, she doesn't back down; she reloads or something. Yeah. Or like she's a boss woman killer or something. I don't something about a boss woman and a and a gun. Yeah, and there was one like I will die for my freedom, and I'm like, who asked you to die? Um, who asked? You know, just a lot. I. That one I did not. Yeah, you were like, what are we fighting for? <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was definitely. Uh, they, we, uh, we were on the way back and I woke up because I was sleeping and they're like, we're going back to Max's diner, Yoni. And I'm like, no, I can't go back. Um, but yeah. I think I got food poisoning at the subway though. Really? Yeah. Was there like a rough aftermath once we dropped you off? Well, it's more like you and Daniel looked at like one section of the subway's meat and we're like, ooh, I do not want that. She put a lot of it in my sandwich. <laughs> That's on you, though. Well, but, like, the thing is, she I asked for spicy Italian, and she put in, like, every single meat. Yeah, I remember you were like, damn, she put in a lot of meat on my sandwich. And you are like, but I'm not complaining. But no. No, I'm not, complaining not a little compl- bit. <laughs> I think she, honestly, you, you want to know what I think happened? The woman at the subway... The subway was, like, directly next to, like, the NRA, st- like, clothing stand. Mm-hmm. I think she heard us clowning the NRA, and she got mad. We were... <laughs> we, yeah, we could have blown our cover in that sense. Uh, I think she was like, I'm gonna poison this kid. <laughs> I think that's exactly what happened. And you know what, though? Manny has is alive today to tell the story. So, you yeah. failed. You failed, lady. Anyways, so for our 100th episode, you're like, what the fuck is so special? Well, one, we recorded out in the wilderness. That was pretty fucking baller. Yeah. Manny had a tube on his head, and then Daniel had a tube on his head. I would say that was pretty special. I agree. Um, But now, we're going to take a look back at our other 99 episodes, and we're, we're picking the top five best moments uh, each from our entire, our entire collective... Collective podcast collection. Collection, which is pretty vast at this point. How many hours of podcast do you think? Like, well, let's see. Most of our podcasts, I would say they average around an hour because we've had some so, go over and... Some go under. So you think we've recorded 100 hours? This will probably be around 100 hours. Wow. That's, that's just so many hours. That's just a lot of thinking. That's like just the podcast. We've talked for a hundred hours Yoni, just talking. What do you think we could have done had we spent that a hundred hours doing something else? Like, well, what could we have accomplished? I'm not saying, like, we didn't do something yeah. already, but, like, what else could we have accomplished? We, well, you know, they say if, if you uh, you become a master if you practice something for 10,000 hours. So oh we, we could have gone there. We could have won one hundredth. We could have been one one hundredth of the way to master in something. Wow, that's not even close. <laughs> Exactly. Wow. So if you really think about it, this has been a pretty effective use of time. <laughs> if I do say so myself. Which means that we need a thousand episodes to master making a podcast? Yeah. Wait. No, that'd be a thousand hours, no? Yeah. We'd be at one-tenth of the way. Oh, we need 10,000 episodes. We need to, I don't even know if Joe Rogan has that. Like, let's think about it. Actually, no. He probably does because he probably has like 3,000 episodes and they're all like three hours long. Wow. So he's mastered it. So that's like, what is that? No, wait a minute. No, that's that's not that's nine thousand hours. 
Yeah, but maybe that map that seems like so many hours to master something. Am I? I, I feel like it's is a it thousand. Is it 10,000 minutes? <laughs> I think it's a thousand. I think it's a thousand hours. Either way, I think we've I think we've fast tracked that process and we've mastered it within 100. What How? do you think? Uh No, we definitely have ways to go. Oh, it is it is a ten thousand hours rule. Damn, that's so that's so fucking much. How many days is that? Um, what's that? Just ten thousand divided by twenty four. Um, that's over a year, four hundred and sixteen days. And that's just like purely, but like you have to like see. Then you could be like, oh, okay, it will just take me over a year to master something. No, no because you're sleeping for eight of those hours a day, ideally. You're yeah, eating man. meals at three. Like even if you spent the entire day doing whatever you're mastering, it would still take like probably another two, three years. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. Athletes that are young probably haven't even put in ten thousand hours. Like let's just, like I agree. Kobe, for instance, practiced he, he what eight been. hours a day, which is a lot of practice. But if you practice eight hours a day... Well, when did he start? He probably started when he was like... Kobe's just that guy, though. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's uh, It shows that you need talent. You can't just grind your way. Well, I feel like Kobe did kind of grind his way. Well, he did. But, but he could also jump, like, very high. And, like, he's... What was he? I mean, he wasn't super tall, but he was, like, 6'7". Yeah, he was 6'6". Six, 6'6". Six. Six, six. Anyways, back into our segment. We got off track, as we usually do. So top five, my list is actually on my phone, but I've pretty much remembered it, and my phone's been used to record the episode, so kind of a kind of a beta move of my part. <laughs> but I I wrote it down a lot. I'm so are, are yours ranked? We had some overlapping. We we kind of looked at ours. Uh, are yours ranked? I think we can could just combine together and make a top ten because I have enough that are different from yours to make a collective top ten. I don't know if they're ranked per se because they're all just so good. They're so good, yeah. All right, you want to start? Yeah, I think the first top ten moment was uh, when we had one of our guests on, A1 Aiden, uh, and he talked about his Infinity Loop. A very unique man, to say the least. Um, The Infinity Loop was a fascinating subject, and ascertained that one can obtain an Infinity Loop (laughs) if hair can travel all the way from their unibrow up their forehead... Around their scalp. Around their scalp, down their neck, down their back, to the butt. The butthole, the taint, the testicle, the penis, the pubes, the belly button, the button, the chest. All the way back up. The chin, facial hair, All the way back up to the unibrow, thereby completing an infinity loop of hair. It's an infinite loop of hair. And, uh, yeah. And I think we could also combine that with his contouring of his abs, because that also had to do with his hair, which actually oh, yeah. worked. He shaved in, he shaved his stomach <laughs> to show abs. Essentially, you leave the hair in between the abdomen muscles, the, like the, the squares, and it's like contouring. It's like makeup for men. Yeah. That was a great one. So we were pretty enlightened that episode. That was one of our... That's definitely like top 10 episode, just in general. Oh, I agree. But we're focused on moments. But those two... Those were those were some highlights of that episode. Um, for me, 
Now, number two, number two is when we had on my friend Jake for the 69th episode, actually. That was also a big deal. Big deal. Um, And he told the story of how he was one of the first major super spreaders at APAC. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And just did not know it until weeks later. Yeah, because he went with COVID and then, like, the news, like... And that was literally, I remember, like, the news because it was, like, the beginning of the outbreak and there was that big APAC convention every year, like, in March in Washington, D.C., and he went. And I remember getting an email being, like, about APAC. Like, yes, there were some members from the New York delegation uh, that spread COVID and, you know, Jake's from New York, so it, it really checks out. Wow. Um, cause then his dad got it, got from him. Wow. And, uh, he just, yeah. Did he feel bad? I forget. I think he felt kind of bad, but then he was telling us about how he did that plasma drive. Oh, to make up for it. Yeah. Dang. Which I don't know. Let's, uh, who knows if that made up for the lives lost, Jake, but you know, <laughs> that's a heavy conscience. But at the same time, it was going to spread regardless. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I, agree. I wouldn't feel too terrible, dude. No, it's not. just hilarious. You know, quick, quick pause in the moment, or like in the top ten moments. I'm terrified of the monkeypox, man. The monkeypox are coming, guys. The monkeypox. I are do coming. not want and it. This is current. Yeah. But I think like being in college, like we're so gonna get it. Oh fuck, dude! It's gonna be bad. I'm living in a house with five other men, some of whom don't have the best hygiene. Shout out to you. Guys. I mean, all it takes is somebody hugs the wrong person. Next thing you know. You have monkeypox. See, this is the thing, though. This might turn into, like, a, an AIDS epidemic type of storyline because apparently it is, uh, like, it's easily transmittable through, like, gay sex. So gay men are getting it more often. Oh, because I saw... Am I bugging, or did they say that, like, if you're gay, you're, like, eligible for the vaccine? Interesting. That would actually make, wait. There's a vaccine already. Yeah, but it's like on short supply, so not everyone can get it. Yeah, so it's like the COVID. But I feel like they came up with that a lot faster than the. Yeah, I, I don't think it's like a. Per, it's particularly well, I'm, different. I'm thinking from that pox. because it's called pox. Yeah, it's a variation of like chicken pox, smallpox. Yeah, but something about the name monkey pox it's is just terrible. I'm like, no, I like do monkeys not. a wild animal. Like chicken is a domestic animal, you know. Yeah. Even though, and also like chicken pox are gross. You get like fucking like I don't know if you get the same bumps and shit. Well, I think it's worse. But anyway, yeah. But anyways, it's like during the AIDS epidemic, everyone like turned anti-gay because they thought it was like just spread through gay men. But now so we know that that's not true. Yeah, I mean that was just one of the conduits. But you know, hope, I mean, I could see a rise in anti-gay sentiment from. Oh, uh, uh, I hope not, man. Because this is like a good excuse. It's starting to spread, though, uh, or not the anti-gay sentiment, but uh, <laughs> monkeypox is starting to spread. Uh, honestly, probably with that. Hopefully not anti-gay sentiment. But yeah, hopefully not. I mean, we've come forward as a country since like what was that, the eighties? Yeah. Um. But yeah. So back to uh, <laughs> top ten moments. Oh yeah, number three. Um, I'm gonna have to go with. Um, the episode, I don't even remember what episode it was, but, you know, we're talking about Play-Doh, and Yoni's like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, how you used to try to, like, always want to eat it when you were a kid, and I just kind of looked over, and I was like... I stand by the fact... What? I stand by the fact that I, there's a good amount of children that try to eat Play-Doh as children, because we were children. Yeah, it's just it was I mind blowing. Ever from now on, every guest we have on, it's like we start with that question, just like to tally up like the who's anti, who ate Plato, who didn't. Did you eat it or did you just want to eat it? I think I like tasted it. I don't think I ever digested. Did it. Did you ever bite like 
I think I, I definitely got my tongue. I don't know if it, I mean, I probably like chewed a little bit. I feel like chewing it would be fun. I'm saying it's tempting as a child. Like, look at it. Play-Doh, honestly. It smells great. Not as good as a uh, kinetic sand, bro. Kinetic sand? I mean, I knew that was that smelled good. No, I just really like kinetic sand. Oh, yeah, that was another chew. Is it, are you in, interested in, like, the smell of garages? I love the smell of garages. Not all garages. Some garages smell quite bad. Well, yeah, that's just a bad smelling. But, like, the, 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 good like the, the semantic, like, aura. Of, like, that and rubber. Yeah, like that rustic. Yeah, I like garage smell. I'm a fan of it. I know some people aren't. Um, I also love new paint smell. That's a little toxic, but I, I see where you're coming from. Um, okay, so number four. Number four. I think, let me think for my uh, my hypothetical list. Yes, our former security guard, Danny, who was with us in Israel on our Israel trip last summer, uh, when he told us that he was stabbed several times by his Nazi ex-girlfriend and that he did not break up with her um, because of the Nazi, the Nazism. It was because she stabbed him, I right? think it was the stabbing, which honestly is also a very valid. Well, they're probably connected now. You think she stabbed him because he was a Jew? Or more she stabbed I think him. He probably just, like, slept with another woman or something. Danny's Dang. a player. Could be right there. <laughs> could definitely be or right. Or just something, like, I could just imagine it being something really small and she just went psycho. Because, I mean, like, if you're going to stab somebody, you're probably just, like, psycho. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. Big or small reason. And not, I mean, just like so many red flags, Danny. I don't know. Definitely agree with that. That man had a crazy story. He also got like shot in the ass. And And he was enlisted by the Russian army to invade Ukraine. I didn't know if that should be a separate instance, but I think since it's also pertaining to Danny, he was enlisted or forced to enlist in the Russian army and then he deserted. Because he didn't want to invade Ukraine. And I think that's just like a top, that's just like a top moment just... And this is the thing. He was never on the podcast because no. it was just like too hard logistically. We forgot to have him on in Israel because it was just like hectic trip. And then like, you know, it's just hard now. But like I was con- conversating with him over DM. So these are his words, you know, he was telling me. And it's just like, I need to see that man again. I need to see him. Next time I go to Israel, is he back in I, Israel? I will track him down. Yeah. He was able to get back after he fled to Poland. And uh, <laughs> that's very impressive. Man. <laughs> Just having him on for an episode, because there's probably so much more that'll tell us just about everything. Yeah, I agree. I'm probably gonna have to track him down. Yeah, a future episode. You should track him down. General. You should have tracked him down this summer, man. I know. It just it was summer was crazy. Summer, just a lot happening. Yeah, that's fair. All right, my number five is gonna be just all of the segments on orcas. I don't think... I think we talked about them a lot. <coughs> bless you. Thank you. About how big of... <coughs> bless you. I almost pulled a Manny. Three times in a row, it's Manny territory. <laughs> we just talked a lot about how orcas are just big assholes. Like, in every sense of the word. Like, they are big ass. Like, they're mean? No. Yeah, they're super mean. Oh, yeah. Like, they'll slap seals into the air just and for they, fun. And they probably... They also have big assholes. And, like, they, like, ass- assault dolphins. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure their asshole, their assholes themselves are are big, lit quite literally. I've no, I and, don't think we've talked about that. And I think I don't know if this was with the orcas or with the whales in general, but they shit out of the same hole they breathe out of. Really? I think that's what we came to conclusion wise. Oh, hmm. they're 
their air hole. Did not know that. I mean, there's just no other hole. Uh, no, but yeah, they travel in packs, and they just pick on on other th- like things, just because they can. Like they're they're total a holes. They are a holes. And I would say, I guess we can include this: the fact that we discovered that whale vomit is used in perfume. And I just, I, I. That's so weird. It's astonishing. How do they I, find whale vomit? It's, I, I don't, I, that's a great question. Like, how do you force a whale to vomit? And if it do vomits. Do you just tickle its uvula? Is that what it's called? Like the thing in the back of the throat? Yeah, the uvula. I think it's the uvula. That also sounds like something that would like. With a giant feather? Yeah, just like. Blah, blah, blah. But also like, it if it vomits like, t- probably in the water because it's a whale. Would yeah. Would it just dissolve you... in the water? I don't know, man. That's that's a question we're gonna have to come back to. Actually, you know what? How how do how does how do we collect whale vomit? Yeah, I had to like restart my computer. How do people extract whale vomit? These are questions that need to be asked. How whale vomit is obtained. A sperm whale eats several thousand squid beaks a day. He says occasionally a beak makes its way to the whale's stomach and into the looping convoluted intestines where it becomes ambergris through a complex process and may ultimately be excreted by the whale. That doesn't explain how they collect it I think that's just how it vomits. We'll get back to you. Dude, but whale vomit a- is... Squids have beaks. It's so weird. The substance, which is regurgitated by sperm whales, can be sold for up to $40,000 a kilogram. How much is a ki- That's, like, not a That's lot. That's not a lot. Of, a kilogram is, like, a, a few pounds. So if you could, like, get a whole, like, whale vomit, you could probably Dude, make a lot of money. poachers, fucking screw the elephants and the ivory. Get some whale vomit. Yeah. And you don't even need to kill the whales for the whale vomit. Dude, it's so weird that squids have beaks. Oh my gosh. I just... We'll throw up some disturbing photos for y'all on the podcast. Like, squids are literally water birds. (laughs) They're so weird. Have you ever, like... I don't know if you know this, because squids don't have bones, they can, like, completely, like, slip through cracks. Like, if there were, like, a crack in a door and it wanted to get out of a room, it would just, like... smush itself through. Yeah. With, like, no... That's so interesting. That makes sense, though. And yet... They still get murked by uh, whales, who then vomit them up, and then we use it for perfume. And we sell it for. I thought I might have to become a whale. No, nah, dude, you don't. Want, you don't want to do that. It's so gross. You make bank though. Forty k for a kilogram. Yeah, that's but, like a. That's like people's yearly salary. Well, those people should make better money. Well, I mean, you know, it's hard out here. Economy. You're right. Go ahead into recession, man. <laughs> Anyways, uh, number six. Number six, I, I want to save the best for the last, even though it's not ranked. But this is still a good one. Let me think. I have to, <laughs> I have to like, go through my list. Yes, um, when um, Jaden was on the podcast and he was telling us his stories of growing up in Israel after he made Aliyah, a.k.a. getting bit by a child in school. And this was like middle school. Damn, that kid's a savage. And also, the story he told about how, like, remember we were, like, talking about the IDF, this and that, and he was like, it's actually a miracle how it's a functioning army because 
there was like this soldier who made Aliyah and he was telling stories about how like this guy was throwing matches at a box of like boxes of grenades for fun. And I just think those two stories just summarize the chaoticness of the land of Israel. Oh my God. Which, by the way, is now currently, once again, in chaos. 1,100 rockets have been fired into Israel. Actually, though, 200 of them have fallen short within Gaza, killing Gazan civilians. Oh, wow. So, uh... Who, who's reported that? Uh, just the news. Wow. The news. <laughs> and you actually have... Like there, there's like confirmed deaths of Palestinian children from these rockets, and it's uh, it's kind of a bummer. And it's like this new—it's not a new organization, but it's like not Hamas directly. It's really, Palestinian Islamic Jihad (PIJ) within Gaza. Gaza, yeah. They basically work with Hamas. Though. Oh, like okay. They, yeah. Wait, um, and has uh, Israel retaliated? I mean, so actually, some could say Israel technically instigated it because they killed one of the leaders of PIJ because he was responsible for several terrorist attacks that happened, you know, months, years prior. And so they blew his head off and they were like, Jesus, no, no, no. Where? I mean, I was like, they they killed him in an airstrike. I'm assuming his head blew up. Yeah, I think that's probably part of it. it? (laughs) Um, So then they were like. Not very nice, and they sent back a lot of rockets. Wait, so is Israel... But here's my question. Given that Israel has the Iron Dome, like, obviously, it's, you know, thousands of rockets being fired in Israel is not ideal, but does it really affect, like, the daily life of Israelis that much? Yeah, so... With the Iron Dome? So the stats have come out. 96 have been intercepted, but, you know, 4% of 1,000 is... uh, Still a decent amount of rockets. Oh, 96%. I thought you were yeah. saying only 96 were blown up. Because uh, then I was like, wow, that's a lot of... <laughs> that's a lot of left. Well, at the same time, for instance, you have 1,100 total, right? Over 1,100, whatever. It'll probably go up. But as of now, 200 fall short within Gaza. So now you're at 900. And then from there, 90, 96%, you still have like what? Like 30 falling in? Yeah, that's a lot. So you have 47 reported injuries. Nobody's died. That's good. But like 47... So like it affects, you know, and like it, you know, buildings blow up even. Yeah, like it, it still damages stuff. But you're right. Overall, you know, people are largely protected. But it's just like inconvenient when you have to run to a bomb shelter. Uh, yeah, and the sirens go off. Because isn't Tel Aviv like very close to Gaza? So yeah, but I know it. It's like close, but it's not like super close. Like Ashkelon, which is like the mi- most big, the biggest city next to Gaza and Ashdod are more south of Tel Aviv. They're much more affected. In Tel Aviv though, you have like 90 seconds to get to a bomb shelter before a rocket reaches from the siren going off. In Ashkelon, you have like 15. So it's like... You uh, can't get to a bomb shelter in 15 seconds. Well, if you're lucky, you know, you, you're, 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 you're near one. <laughs> I feel like, can't you just like kind of track it in the sky and be like, hoo, 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 That's what I'm saying, right? It's like, I mean, ironically enough, in Jaffa, or Jaffa, whichever way, in, in English it's Jaffa, um, which is just like, it's based, it's like in the same county, it's in the same like county district as Tel Aviv, like they say Tel Aviv Jaffa. Yeah. It's like the more Arab part of Tel Aviv. It's an old, old city. Like it's been around like the oh yeah, the very beautiful area. City. Yeah, it's really nice. So it's a more Arabic city, and you had like Arabs out in, outside while the sirens are going off, like celebrating, oh, like really? being like, "Yeah, like good job." Even though they are just as likely to, to get, get hit. hit, and yeah. it's just like so like 
I think it's hilarious that like, like how stupid you have to be. Like you can be happy, whatever. I mean, like I don't agree with that, but like, why would you go out in the middle of? Is there like the... videos of people? Like... Yeah, there's a video of it, and it's so like ironic. Yeah, because you can get hit. Imagine like, and then that would just be like the opposite of what. Like that's what I'm saying. Like the PIJ, like 200 of the rockets fall within their own like territory. It's baffling. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, what are we on? Seven. Seven? Seven. Um, yeah, so this one, uh, there are too many moments to pick one, but just the Passos episode, <laughs> Yoni Shrine, Alex Passos. Um, from everything, from uh, someone peeing on his room to uh, his decision to enter the trucking industry. Uh, to scamming the IRS during the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, I mean, For $50,000. He really uh, got after it on that episode. For instance, and his uh, story of tripping on acid. He really just—it was a it, what is it all like? It's called a tell-all. When you yeah, have a, he really gave us his tell-all. <laughs> he had his tell-all, even though he's not a celebrity. He he told it all. Yeah, <laughs> he really did. Unprompted, he was just boom, boom. He's like, I have a few things to talk about. I mean, he was telling me. I was like, he was telling me like some of the things because he was like, Yo, I want to be on the podcast. I'm like, Dude, of course, because you know Alex actually helped us found the podcast because this right here, this black mic is actually his, his former mic. So shout out to Alex for that. I'm like, Of course, you're more than welcome. And he's like, Yeah, I'd like to talk about this, this, and this. I'm like, Alex, are you sure? Are you sure you want to talk about that? And he's like, Yes. Honestly, we should still probably take down that episode for his own. So apparently, I somebody told me that like as of recently, the IRS is now like going back and tracking. Yeah, I tracking told you down. they are. Oh, <laughs> they're tracking down who stole money, and this is kind of why I'm the open for them. Like they can just like surf the internet and find our uh, amazing podcast, and you can also listen to it, IRS people, before you. Just you know, track you down and I Alex. had nothing to do with it. Like yeah, we're clean. Although it made for some great content, one of the. One of the most uh, listened to episodes, so thank you, Alex. But I just, like, just the, the dorm pissing was, I think it was the most for me. Because he told me about, like, I didn't know about that until he got Yeah, it was, it was, like, a ridiculous situation. Basically, <laughs> he and his friends just, like, yelled at people outside, and then the people came into the dorm. And it was and... this guy on, with a boo. Like, he limped away after he pissed on their door, <laughs> thinking he could get away with it. And then they, like, caught up to him, but didn't they, like, not do anything to him? Like, no, the RA, the RA came out. Like, she didn't do anything until something happened. And then, remember, he told us that the RA, like, cried for them. Like, she was in distress over the piss on their And they're like, door. we're the one with the pee on our door, and, not you. <laughs> I think that was, like, what they were yeah. saying. But now, uh, Alex is forklifting. Is he? Yeah, so he's. I think he's on his way to become a trucker. He works 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Oh, wait, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m.? So through the he's night? He's working the, what do you call it, the, night, the midnight shift or the... There's That's a, so a brutal. There's a word for it. But I'm definitely yeah. going to see him soon. Maybe we'll have him on again if he has more stories to, to tell. 6 p.m. to 6 a.m.? When does he sleep? At, like after in the day. Dang. Um, That's brutal, man. That whole episode was just... Does he enjoy the forklifting situation? Absolutely phenomenal. I think so. I think he's... Uh, I think he's having a fun time. <laughs> All right, what are we at? Number... Eight. Eight. I would say, oof, I wrote down so many. Okay. <laughs> I think throwback to our very first episode, roasting the shit out of Goo Brain. Just like, 
It was mainly man Manny's doing too. And for those of you who are wondering who Goo Wampering is, we wonder that too. Okay. <laughs> we actually checked out his. I checked out his Instagram on an episode like not too long ago, and he's his following maybe grew by like three thousand. Yeah, he's just this and random. That was like we we started the podcast like two years ago. It was just like a little Tekka dropped an album. Yes. Um, that's the guy who's like. I got black, I got white, what you Where's want. Where's Lil Tecca at now? No, we he still makes heard... music, but it's kind of just like, it's all the exact same. He's kind know? of also falling off the grid. No, but like he had a feature from Goo Rain. I was like, oh, this guy thinks he's like all that because he got a Lil Tecca feature. But he's a bomb. Yeah. Goo Rain is the bomb. He's just... <laughs> and I just found it... I just found it so entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It was a good one. Actually, so number nine. This one, it's not one I thought I'd mention, but I just think it's so important. When we had Yoni's sister, Ella, on the podcast, she told a, a very interesting camping story. <laughs> About the poop? About the poop. Where she essentially couldn't poop for many days while backpacking, and then one day, she couldn't not. <laughs> she could not not poop. And it was like a whole situation. I don't like... I know, like... A bunch of guys, like, walked up to her, like, right immediately after or something, and it was just, like, not ideal. But it was a hilarious story. It was really funny. I remember that. We, I think we just talked about poop on that episode. We've done that a lot. I don't think there was much to it. And last but not least, number 10. wouldn't say it was number one. But it's definitely, I would say it's in the top half of the top 10 moments. Yeah, definitely. Is when we had my dear friend Leo Finkelstein on the podcast, and he told us of the story of how his house was raided by the SWAT team. Unbelievable! And just <laughs> like just the whole build up to it, like That's ridiculous. just like he's like I don't know he was chilling, and now he's like I don't know it was like summer, just sitting quietly in his home, and just like the slow build up of police presence around his house, and then the neighbors call him and be like, hey, is like something wrong? And they're like, no. And and, and and his mom being asleep, and Leo like waking up his mom, trying to wake up his mom three times, and her just being like, no. <laughs> and then he like looks out the window. <laughs> He's like terrified, and then like all of a sudden they're like, get out of the house. And then... <laughs> And then, like Leo's, like really waking his mom up, and then, and then the the, the ring video. They have the ring video of, oh of them opening the door, and and <laughs> and their hands just like going straight, just like like how many like it was like twenty guns pointed at them. That'd be so terrifying. And just like Leo being absolutely petrified, and like Leo's mom like turning back trying to get his dad's attention. And Leo being like, "Mom, do not fucking move." <laughs> Like just a wow, and I just keep forgetting it, it was a mistake, the wrong. No, house no, or... um, they but then somebody like they heard like cackling from the ring doorbell, and they think somebody hacked the ring doorbell yes. to like watch. And I wonder just why they picked Leo and his family. And Sounds just... awful. Because what was the call? Like somebody called in and said that like yeah, like they killed they're... their yeah. They thought Leo was the guy because they thought like he because he was like I killed my parents or something. So brutal. And just like... <laughs> and that's... Leo couldn't hurt a fly. Dude, swatting's dangerous, too. Yeah, like, people die from, like, even, like... Yeah, there was, like, a story of this old lady who got killed by swat because they, like, threw in a flash grenade and, like... <laughs> it was just, like, the wrong house or just, like, the wrong call. And the flash grenade killed her? Yeah, because she was an old lady. So it was like... And she, she was like... Dude, it's, like... It's intense. Yeah. That's just, like... You can't make that shit up. 
And also Leo walking an entire marathon in a day for fun. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I, start, I woke up at like six and started walking. And the next thing I knew, I had walked 13 miles. And also when he like vowed to stop taking the elevator for no fucking reason. Like this kid and he lived on like the eighth floor. Yeah. No, the 12th. Oh my God. Of his dorm building. <laughs> and just up and down. He walks. Like what happens if you forget something? Like he went all the way back up. <laughs> That, yeah, we've had some interesting guests and a plethora of stories and fun facts. I mean, just honorable mentions, like finding out that microplastics make your penis small and infertile. And like this Goldman Sachs CEO being a DJ. Oh, yeah. On his free time. Just like, you know, there's just so many, you know. It's kind of crazy that Goldman Sachs CEO is a DJ. Like so many people who work at Goldman Sachs work like 100 hours a week, you know. Yeah. And then this other guy just, like, has time to go be DJ on the side. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, that's what you gotta guess when you're, like, the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we'll be a Fortune 500 company uh, by the time it's episode 200. So, uh. I mean, I don't see how that would be possible, <laughs> considering we're not even a company. Very nice co. Technically, I do have a domain for very nice CEO for company.com because very nice.com was like a thousand dollars like a year or something. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> and my domain was like a dollar a month, but I think I canceled the subscription because I was too lazy to make a website. Uh, but maybe that'll come out because we actually do have a website now through our streaming provider, our podcast provider. So oh. it is linked in our link tree. Um, and yeah, yeah, I mean, do you have any closing words to part to? exit this yeah if you're listening guys thank you we're 100 episodes in it's pretty cool it is uh it's fun i mean yeah i mean for those who have kept listening i mean every once in a while they're like oh dude i listen to your podcast like if i run into old friends i haven't seen in a while they're like dude keeping up with the podcast loving the clips on the instagram loving this episode loving that episode it's good it's a good feeling and we appreciate you guys for making us feel good yes sir having us feel like we're not talking to a wall for well, we're 100 hours. Each other. That is true. And honestly, if nobody listened, I would still be like, you know, 100 hours of good conversation. Yeah, that's pretty wild. So, but we thank you guys for making it actually worth something. Um, yeah, thank And you if you want to make it worth more, subscribe to the Patreon. Subscribe to the Patreon. You'll get a free, very nice podcast mug that comes with it that we do not have with us on right now because mine's at college. I don't know. Yours is probably also in storage. Right yeah. Now. Um, but I know our parents both have their own mugs, but my dad actually has his at the office and he told me that his coworkers love it. Oh, how could they not? Exactly. So if you want to be praised by your coworkers and peers, whether you're in college or school or at work, buy a very nice podcast mug and you'll be, you'll be a dog. And you know, hopefully one day if we can find it for cheap enough, we will have very nice, very nice podcast boxer briefs. We've, we've really tried. We're still working on it. And we're working on some other big things because we, this is 100 episodes in. By the time it's 200, Bizrat Hashem, neither of us die from some stupid ass way because, you know, life. Yeah, for real. It will be an exponentially better podcast. Ideally. I think there's so much room to just go. To the moon. Infinite possibilities. So yeah, thank you guys for 100 episodes. Yes. uh, if you're new, if you're a new listener, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us at Very Nice Podcast on Instagram and TikTok for the funniest clips and the funniest moments. Do that. You can see all the funniest moments that we have talked about back then in real time. 
if you uh, or if you're curious about that. So yeah, we'll see you guys for episode 101. Wow. Bye bye. On the flippity flip.